All right, hello and welcome to Beers in the Sheds, the weekly podcast where we talk about sport and beer. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined by Daniel Friend. How are you, Friendy? I'm well, Josh. Uh, let's talk about your week, mate. You had a big weekend down in <laughs> Melbourne. Tell me all about it. Straight into it. I was hoping you'd do all the talking. I'm a little bit worse for wear <laughs> this week, but uh, yeah, super weekend down in Melbourne with old schoolmates I've known for 30 plus years. And um, you know, we're part of a punters club as well, so we went down there and Hit up the Mooney Valley races on Friday, uh, watched Para and Storm in a, a nice corporate box where the beers were free uh, on oh. Saturday night. And on Sunday, we hit up an event called Meat Stock, all slow cooked meats and beers out in uh, at the showgrounds in Melbourne. So epic weekend. Uh, I am hurting a little bit as we speak, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, sensational, mate. Loved it. Loved it. That's awesome, mate. All uh, self-inflicted, which is sort of goes hand in hand with beers in the shed. So I like that. Bit of smoked meat as well down in Melbourne. I've had, yeah, a, a pretty cruisy week, mate. I'm heading down to Melbourne this week. So hope I well, I might be in your state next week. I'm not too sure. It's probably pretty <laughs> likely. Well, over the weekend, you probably would have seen some sport being with the lads. And I need a play of the week from you, Josh. What did you have for me? There was so much good sport on the weekend. There really was. Um, but it had to be for me, Buddy kicking his thousand goals mm-hmm. in front of yeah. a home Swans crowd. Um, now, I was at Mooney Valley Racecourse and we were standing on the track. They had it playing on the big screen. So it was post races. We were watching the last yeah, wow. quarter and watched him boot that goal. I mean, we may never see someone hit a thousand again, the way the game's played. So that in itself is pretty unique. The fact mm-hmm. that crowds were permitted on the ground. Is, is a pretty amazing thing. And, and you know, CEO Gil said, look, I'm not going to condone running on the grounds, but, you know, I think he left it open for interpretation. And the footage we now have, especially those aerial shots at the SCG of the crowd running on and, and surrounding Buddy, I mean, it's almost surreal. I think around the world, they were probably watching, going, what the hell is going on over there? We would never let people run on the ground for lots of reasons, safety and all sorts of things. But the fact that it happened and it happened safely and it was just such an incredible moment. It's going to be very hard for me to have any other play of the week top that one. Yep, I love that. One of my mates was there. Uh, Lockie plays for a, a local cricket club around here. And uh, he was had his phone up in the air filming it as he was running on. And yeah, photos with everyone. Two of the Swans ended up outside the ground in all the mayhem. So they all the crowd got ushered out. And two of the actual players were outside the SCG. They had to get him back in to go back on the field and play. I, I don't know logistically how they manage that. Or did you see Zach yeah. Tui gives that bloke the the shoulder accidentally? So yeah. one of the long players is walking off. Got he's his wallet got knocked to the ground and gone to run yeah. off. And Zach Tui's seen his wallet on the ground, picked yeah. it up and chased after him. I mean, it was yeah. it, it was just so much happening in a very small contained space, but yeah. it was absolutely amazing. And it's one of those things we just might not see again. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think what you won't see again is my play of the week, and that's the lady who ran on in that big crowd for Buddy's 1,000th goal. She took a little bag out there of some of her mum's ashes, and she spread it across the SCG. I, I rate that highly. You uh, you're not going to... Yeah, you're not going to get that opportunity too often, and she's she's taken it. So, well done to her, her mum. Where did you see that footage? I, I didn't even know uh, about that. Yeah, it's on, it's on, um, I'll, I'll find you a video, mate. We might even whack it up on our social pages as well. But yeah, a big, uh, like, glad wrap bag of, yeah, her mum's ashes. So her mum's out on the SCG now. Good on her. I'll have to remember that next time I'm on the ground for kick to kick post game. Just have a little yeah. thing. Is she around That's the goal it. square or center square or a bit of everywhere? I think try, she tried to get out the center square. So maybe a sneaky pitch. cricket fan in there too. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yep. 
Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's it's an incredible play of the week, like I said, and um, it's something that will just go down in history. So, um, yeah, all right. So, awesome plays of the week. What about around the grounds, mate? What have you What have you seen in the world of sport? Well, since we last spoke, the Aussies actually claimed victory in Pakistan in the third test there. So they ended up getting up 1-0, two really long, drawn-out draws into the last match, which did finish on the last day as well. Really generous declaration from Paddy Cummins, who I'm yet to see him put a foot wrong as captain. So he's flying. In the footy, or my type of footy, the NRL, the Panthers have taken top spot. They're the only undefeated team. And languishing at the bottom of the ladder and yet to get off the duck egg are the Tigers, unfortunately. They're a bit of a basket case at the moment. So, yeah, what about yourself, mate, around the grounds from you? Well, Mooney Valley Races was, a, was an event for me. Um, that was cool to be down there and, uh, and see that sort of setup and how they ran. I didn't win much, mind you, but <laughs> great to see what was happening in racing in a really well-attended event. So that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm going to tap into the NRL because I was there uh, at the Eels Storm game. And whilst they tried pretty hard to lose it, they ended up winning an absolute cracker. Um, yep. And those games are always better from the box. But a hats off to my mate, Brady, who we bumped into Brad Arthur post-game out in the street. And he just managed yeah. to corner him and say, Brad, great win tonight. I'm just going to offer you some advice. Your wingers don't defend, mate. They, they, they come in. We keep getting scored against. So I just want to <laughs> just want to add that to you. And Brad's response was, mate, they can't be everywhere. And he walked off. So, um, <laughs> so a bit of coaching advice from my mate, superstar Brady. Um, yep. I agree with you. The Aussies were, were awesome getting up on day five. It was a big effort to get to get wickets Huge. on the last day and, and claim the series. Um, the other thing for me was uh, in the AFL, the Hawks giving Port Adelaide a touch-up at their very first home game for the season. And that's pretty impressive. Port like to crank out the in excess, never tear us apart, and the crowd go a bit bonkers. You know, they think they've got a fortress, and the Hawks absolutely towed them. So lots of good games in the AFL again this weekend, but that was that was my highlight. Yeah, nice. Have they had a couple of lean years, the Hawks? My, my partner's stepdad goes for them. He's a really big Hawks fan, so yeah, he'll, he would have enjoyed that. They've called it a rebuilding year, but um, yep. I've also heard them say it's a bit of a Ted Lasso season with a new coach in and, and a whole kind of uh, yep. mentality there. And uh, who knows? They've started very well. They've started very well. Yeah, right. Good on them. Well, as you were down there, Josh, you were speaking about lots of beers had by all the boys. And I, yeah, as we do each week, what's your beer of the week for this one? Well, look, I was thinking about a Melbourne-based beer, but I really think after that weekend I've had, I thought I'd go back to, to recommending a mid-strength because it's going to be that kind of week for me as I get back <laughs> on track. Back on track. Um, we've got a great brewery here on the sunny coast called Moffat Beach Brewing. Those guys have a mid-strength called Social Jam. It's one of those full-flavoured beers. You wouldn't know it was mid-strength unless I told you. Uh, one of those things you have a great session on and not feel too bad the next day. It's won some great awards and it's uh, it's an awesome beer. So that's my beer of the week for this week. Yeah, I like that. I, I am one for mid-strength. I think it keeps me uh, a bit more sane, I think. I don't don't get too silly on the mid-strength, which is good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I am one for the mid-strength. And Social social Jam, we'll get around that at Moffat's uh, Brewery. All right. And someone else we might share a mid-strength with or a full-strength, an ale of some description Eddie Maguire for ale or bale this week, Josh. So if you're given the chance, are you going to have a social jam with Eddie or are you going to bail on Eddie, the man that was maybe once in the Humphrey B. Bear suit on Channel 9, as the 12th <laughs> man would say? <laughs> oh, he's everywhere. Or he used to be everywhere. He's less and yeah. less in the public eye, but you can't, you couldn't turn away and, and not see him somewhere. And he's got a classic case of footy mouth 
uh, disease Eddie and I see enough of that and hear enough of that. I certainly wouldn't want to sit there and have a beer with him and hear more about it. So I'm going to bail on Eddie. That's for sure. Mate, I am with you. We've agreed again, but it's, it's the first <laughs> bail. So Eddie's the first bail. Uh, I am the same. I think Eddie just sort of talks a bit of dribble. And while I do respect his sort of hard work and, and work ethic, because I, yeah, as you said, for a while there, he was absolutely everywhere across Channel 9, all different sports. But yeah, I, I couldn't sit there and listen to him. It's just the Eddie show, isn't it? It's all about him. One thing I do like is another little gag the 12th man had, though, was uh, when someone called up to lock in a, a classic catch and they locked in C, lock it in Eddie from Footscray, Victoria. And I've always remembered that every time I see him on the TV. So, yeah, but I'm going to bail on Eddie as well. So he's our first bail, rushed him. Uh, also, Josh, this week we need some footy tips. So AFL is your sort of domain, NRL is mine. I'll let you get it away, mate, with the AFL. Yeah, okay. Well, look, I got six last week, which seems to be that average, but uh, I had a few close calls again. This week I've decided to go with the Swans while they're in form. Demons also looking good. Uh, Port to get up in the Adelaide derby. Uh, Giants to get a win, the Cats, the Lions. Uh, now, I'm going to go the Blues, but I've tipped against them and they've won. So this week, I'm going to jump on board the Blues train. The Tigers, I'm going to tip them. They always do me wrong, but I just feel like they're going to do it this week as well. Uh, and then the Eagles in the West Australian derby as well. Yep. Yeah, nice, mate. Well, the NRL for me, a few coin flip games this week, and I've gone against my Knights in that game too, so that always hurts me. But I've gone with the Titans, uh, the Sharks, the Penrith Panthers to remain undefeated again, and they'll fly up to eight points. They might be get a little buffer there up the top as well, the defending premiers. The Warriors to sneak home against Brisbane, which I have no idea if that would be four all or 40 all or who knows. That's just a lottery. The Sea Eagles, the Roosters, the Storm, they're just too consistent apart from last week when your Eels managed to get the wood over them. And I'll be tipping the Eels to round out uh, round four of the footy. Be another good round of footy, I think, on both codes there. All right, so where do we get to the bet of the week now? Mate, how did you go last week, and what are you thinking this week? I was flying. I got everything except the Roosters, so they cost me. I even had a bit of my own money on some basketball games into the footy that I had. They all got up, but then the Roosters cost me, so that hurts. So I'm going to brush the footy this week. I'm absolutely brushing all the sport, and I'm going to the races. And one of my black bookers, Voldemort, uh, it's a young horse. It's in the kindergarten stakes uh, at Randwick. It'll be one of the early races, maybe race three or four. It's about two o'clock, so keep an eye out for that. It's about it started at seven dollars. It's into five bucks, and it's uh, third favorite, I think. But yeah, Voldemort, watch that storming home late in the wet. Uh, what about you, mate? What do you got? Well, on the races, I was at Mooney Valley last Friday and pretty much got cleaned out. I think I picked one winner and threw the rest of my money away. So this week, I'm just going back to basics with a three-team head-to-head bet. So in my multi, I have the Swans, the Demons, and Port at 320. It's a little bit slim, but I reckon that's a pretty safe one for me to try to rebuild the balance. Yeah, sounds like a, a good bet to me, mate. I might even have a few bucks on that as well. All right, that pretty much wraps us up again for another week. Thanks very much for joining us and your insight, Friendy. Yeah, thank you, Josh. It's always a pleasure. I hope you're well-rested after tonight and you're feeling a bit better tomorrow, mate, after your big weekend down in the box at Melbourne. Mate, it was a great weekend. It can only get better from here. Uh, Wherever you are this weekend, enjoy your beers in the sheds and catch up with your mates. Thanks very much.